This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Tuesday, February 9th, 2021. On this day in 2015, Washington, D.C.-based attorney David Messerschmidt was brutally stabbed to death at the Donovan Hotel. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of this crime, listener discretion is advised. This episode includes discussions of homicide and sexual situations that some people may find offensive. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. Today we're covering the murder of David Messerschmidt, a lawyer stabbed to death in a robbery gone wrong. The investigation revealed that David was a victim of internet killing. His killer posed as someone else online to lure him in. Let's go back to the afternoon of February 9, 2015, just as the lunch hour was coming to an end in Washington, D.C. Sometimes people aren't allowed to be who they want to be in life. Depending on where they've ended up professionally or personally, people sometimes have to mask who they really are. 30-year-old DLA Piper associate David Messerschmidt may have been feeling that inability to be who he really was, because at around 2 p.m. on February 9, 2015, he posted an advertisement on Craigslist. The ad was short and to the point. He was looking for a discreet encounter with another man that evening. Later that afternoon, David received a response from chrissanchez0906 at yahoo.com. Clearly interested in what David was offering, the two began chatting back and forth. At one point during their exchange, Chris Sanchez0906 sent David a picture of his torso. Finally, the two agreed to see each other later that night. They would meet up for a little fun at the Donovan Hotel in room 400. David checked in around dusk. The plan was for his date to arrive between 7 and 7.30 p.m. In the meantime, David prepared the room, making sure the condoms and lubricant were ready. But by 7.30, Chris Sanchez 0906 hadn't arrived. David decided to keep the door open so that his rendezvous could let himself in. But because he was running behind schedule, David needed to let his wife, Kim, know that he'd be home in about an hour. At around 7.45 p.m., David heard the sound of the door opening. The time had finally come. But his excitement quickly turned to confusion. Chris Sanchez 0906 wasn't a man, but a woman in a hooded sweatshirt. The woman told David that she was there to rob him, but David refused to go along with it. 
As he tried to stop her, a fight broke out. During the struggle, the woman took out a knife and stabbed David in the chest a total of seven times. One of those stab wounds tore through his heart. As David fell to the ground, the hooded woman ransacked his things. Despite David's laptop being out in the open, the hooded woman only took his cell phone, $40 cash, and David's Metro card, which had $172 preloaded. And then she fled. David's body was discovered the next morning around 11 a.m., and as the investigation unfolded, it would be revealed that David was the victim of an internet murder, and that his Craigslist rendezvous was just one instance of living a double life online. Coming up, we'll explore the phenomenon of internet homicide. Hi, it's Vanessa from Parcast. They say there's someone for everyone, a soul to share your secrets with, a companion to grow old with, a conspirator to commit crimes with. Starting this February on Spotify, learn about the lethal and legendary lovers who fought the law in the Parcast Limited series, Criminal Couples. If you've ever referred to your best friend or beloved as your partner in crime, this exclusive series is for you. Beginning February 1st, join me for a collection of unlawful love stories from shows across the ParCast network. Discover the extreme beliefs of cult leaders Tony and Susan Alamo, enter Fred and Rose West's real-life house of horrors, and experience the madness and motives of the San Francisco witch killers. Fall for the most famous and feared pairs in history in the Spotify original from ParCast, Criminal Couples. Enjoy two-part episodes every Monday starting February 1st. Follow Criminal Couples free and exclusively on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now, back to the story. On February 9th, 2015, David Messerschmidt met a man online and agreed to meet with him at the Donovan Hotel for a quick, discreet affair. However, instead of meeting a man, David was greeted by a hooded woman. The woman was there to rob David, and when he protested, she stabbed him seven times to death. A few days after David's murder, investigators were given permission to access his computers. As they scoured through his private correspondence, they discovered that the married David had been living a double life online. They found that David had multiple emails linked to both Craigslist and the app Grindr, all in search of discreet sexual encounters with other men. But none of these profiles provided any leads about David's murder. The only real clue that they had to go on was hotel security footage of a hooded woman at the hotel around 7.45 p.m. The woman's photo was released to the public and immediately considered a person of interest. The investigation's details are a little muddled. 
However, by April 1st, whatever evidence the police did have pointed them in the direction of 21-year-old Jamira Gallman, an aspiring soldier and former high school basketball star. That afternoon, she was arrested and charged with first-degree murder. Many of Gallman's family and friends were baffled by the arrest. She had no prior criminal history whatsoever. Even when her picture went out to the press, many of Gallman's friends believed it was just a coincidence that the person of interest looked similar to her. And yet, Gallman confessed to police. According to her, the plan was simply to rob David. However, when David tried to stop her and grabbed her wrist, Gallman supposedly had flashbacks to prior trauma, and that was what drove her to stab David. The robbery motive appeared to be financially driven. A few weeks after David's murder, Gallman and her roommate were taken to small claims court for back-owed rent. The two were ordered to pay the landlord almost $2,000. After confessing to killing David, Gallman pleaded guilty to second-degree murder in May 2015. Two months later, she was sentenced to 24 years in prison. Meanwhile, it was discovered that Gallman's roommate was at the hotel the night of the murder. She was convicted as an accomplice and given six months behind bars. Though the motive may have initially been robbery, the ultimate outcome was that David Messerschmidt became a victim of internet homicide. These types of murders are all fairly similar. The killer meets their victim online and lures them on the pretext of something else, usually sex. One of the very first cases of internet homicide was back in 1996, when Sharon Lapotka met Robert Glass on a pornographic website and began a correspondence. They soon discovered a shared interest in BDSM, especially violent torture. After six weeks of emailing, Lapotka asked Glass to sexually torture her to death. On October 16, 1996, Lapotka was strangled to death. Glass was eventually caught, and he pleaded guilty to voluntary manslaughter. However, neither Glass nor Lapotka knew their real names, only their online aliases. But internet homicide isn't reserved for the one-time moment. Some serial killers have used the internet as a hunting ground, as in one of the most famous cases, the Craigslist Killer. Philip Markov was a medical student in Boston with a dark side unbeknownst to his fiancée. According to law officials, throughout 2009, Markov placed advertisements on Craigslist seeking out sex workers. But when they arrived at the hotel, Markov robbed, tortured, and murdered them. Investigators were able to find Markov by following the digital footprint the victims left behind. He was arrested in April 2009, with a trial date for 2011. However, on August 15, 2010, Markov died by suicide. Predators continue to use sites like Craigslist, as well as adult dating websites and chat rooms, to draw in their unsuspecting prey. Anonymity is the enticing attribute that these platforms offer. For someone just looking for a discreet hookup, these sites are a place without judgment. 
Unfortunately, those with darker intentions, such as robbery and murder, exploit the other person's sexual fantasies for their own gain. When the internet debuted to the public in the 1990s, it gave the world the ability to communicate and learn like never before. In a matter of seconds, a person could send a message from Los Angeles to London. But the internet also created a new platform for murderers and thieves. The ability to pose online using fake names and accounts gave these criminals a new way to lure in their victims. Two decades later, David Messerschmidt became another victim of internet homicide, a tragedy that will more than likely be repeated on unsuspecting internet users in years to come. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. For more stories like this one, check out Solved Murders on Spotify. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Joe Guerra, with writing assistance by Alex Benedon, and fact-checking by Cheyenne Lopez. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Hi, it's Vanessa again. Before you go, don't forget to check out the new ParCast limited series, Criminal Couples. From apocalyptic cult leaders to bank-robbing bandits to married mafiosos, these couples give new meaning to Till Death Do Us Part. Enjoy two-part episodes every Monday starting February 1st. Follow Criminal Couples free and exclusively on Spotify.